With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Know the name, know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, of course as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. In each weekly show, you hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. And at the end of each show, you hear the clues on how you can recognize your own innate, innate genius. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when we're using Namology Science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everyone benefits? Our expert tonight is Amy Schuber, who has developed her genius in the area of inspiring and motivating others. Now, Amy Schuber is a life and business coach She's been working with women leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals for the past decade. Now, Amy has an innate ability to see a client's true potential and unlock the possibilities through providing solutions and resources unique to her client's personal and professional needs and desires. In other words, one size doesn't fit all. Amy gets in there and figures out exactly what her individual client needs, regardless of what anybody else on the planet needs. She provides curated resources and solutions to expand and maximize life and business opportunities. Amy supports her clients in bringing their visions into reality. Now, it's really important to understand that. It's their vision. It's not her vision for them. Okay, so it's your vision that gets to come to life while creating a clear, 
actionable path to achieving success. Amy is also the host of the Inspired Conversations podcast. And on that podcast, she shares insightful conversations with thought leaders because Amy truly believes that you are the one you've been waiting for. So welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Abe. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be with you today, Sharon. Thank you. So right away, we want to know, what did you do prior to coaching? What was your background <laughs> before you got into coaching? Before I was uh, started and became an entrepreneur and started coaching and podcasting, I was in corporate, in corporate America. I had uh, a few different jobs that were mostly marketing, actually, and, and customer relations, working with people. But uh, I walked up the marketing ladder mostly in, my, in corporate America. And that is such an important ladder to know. Now, your slogan is that we make significant changes from the inside out. So I'd like you to expand on what you mean by that. And could you give us an example? Sure. So one of the things that was part of the work that I started doing when I was on my own self-discovery path um, back to myself, I realized, you know, I was starting to ask everybody their opinions and their ideas for me. What should I be doing? What should I do next? Where should I go from here? And it started really when I was looking for new jobs, um, when I wanted to leave the job I had in corporate. And as I started doing more and more exploring, it just, you know, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was at the, I had already quit my job. I was doing my, I was on the entrepreneur path and I was at the women's conference and Maria Shriver was leading it at the time in California. And she read this Hopi poem and the very last line was, we are the ones we've been waiting for. And it just gave me chills all over my body because I realized as I was looking outside myself, I really had all the answers inside. And so, and I see that with my clients, the more and more people I work with, the more I see them light up when they realize, oh, I've been hiding it from myself or I haven't been listening to myself. I've buried, you know, my intuition, all those things, you know, that we have access to, but maybe we've, we've put it aside or we can't hear it anymore, or we're just totally off path. So getting back to ourselves is really the idea of my work because when once we are reconnected with ourselves and we can tune in and we listen and follow our path, everything really opens up to us and, and we have all those answers. So that's what it means to me. So you mentioned how we're going to look into to get our answers from inside. How, how does that look? How does that feel? How would somebody even start to do that? Well, it's a, such a good question. You know, you just start. You you start by listening to yourself. You start by noticing. You have awareness. Like for me, I wasn't um, pulled by my vision. I was really pushed by pain because I got really uncomfortable in corporate America. So I was pushed by the pain of not liking my job and not liking what I was doing. So in that time, I had to start looking at myself. What am, what's going on here? Why am I so unhappy? Why do I have the Monday blues on Sunday afternoon? You know, because I, I didn't want to go to work the next day. And so I started doing the exploration and anyone can do that. So you have to start where you are and start noticing your feelings like are you feeling good about things in your life or are you feeling bad about things are you feeling like you want to change things or you want are you feeling like things need to be different or are you unfulfilled and unsatisfied i think you have to really have those exploration of like where you are in your life and and the position you're in and if you're looking for more and w once you start having that awareness you can start acting on it and you can start moving in the direction of your dreams. You could start dreaming again. For me, I was like, I don't really have any dreams. What's next? And I think that's why I was asking everybody, you know, what do you think I'm good at? Because I was just so unclear. And so I think for each individual, we need to just start and start asking those questions. And, you know, you can do it by sitting quietly. You can do it by just noticing your thoughts. You can do it by journaling. There's so many ways that you can do it. But, but once you start, whichever way feels right to you, you start opening up and then these opportunities come forward to help you do the exploration always. That's always what happens. See, and I've noticed in my life that anytime I've completed all the goals I've set for myself, that's when I've been going, oh, what's next? What's, mm -hmm. you know, that's what I guess what you would call is time for exploration. Because the minute you have your next set of goals, you're ready to go again. But exactly. anytime those goals are accomplished, you kind of sit there and go, okay, now what? Is that what yeah. you're finding with your clients, that just a lack of goals will cause them to, to need to go inside and figure out what's next? 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, a lack of goals and a lack of maybe like in being inspired around your goals. Sometimes you might have all the goals and you're striving towards them, but you might be uninspired by them and you might be procrastinating. You might be putting things off. You might just not be noticing how unfulfilled you are with it. You know, for me, I happened to be in a job that I was unfulfilled by. So that started the exploration and my, I might have been achieving all those goals in that particular work setting at the time. Um, and so, but that was unfulfilling as well. So it's kind of like check what's next. But for me, that wasn't even enough. Right. So it like the milestones in our lives are places to check, um, and notice, and it could be anything for anyone, you know, like you said, once you finish those goals, okay, next, what are my next ones? And are you striving far enough? Are you stretching far enough? Sometimes it's because we're just so comfortable and we keep ourselves comfortable and maybe our goals aren't big enough, you know, or maybe we stop dreaming because you put that dream away a long time ago because you thought, oh, it's never going to happen. So I'm just going to put it aside. And, and sometimes it's pulling those back out so you can see them in front of you so you can go after them again. I really like that thought that sometimes our goals aren't big enough. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so does so does intuition play any part in how you help people, or is it more your life experiences and your educational background? It's a combo deal. It is uh, all that you just said, and intuition plays a big role in it. Uh, and I've discovered that, you know, when I start having uh, connection and conversation with clients or anybody that I might meet, I just start getting ideas about them. About the more I know and learn about somebody, the more ideas I get for them, and the more I can see them fulfilling their goals and their vision. If they start telling me their vision, I can see it and I can see all the steps, you know, backing out of it to get there. And so that plays a lot with my intuition and it also plays with my background and experience, but sometimes I don't know why I know the things I know. And so that, you know, I've got to give my intuition credit for that. <laughs> okay. So I want to know when you're seeing things, do you see it in technicolor or black and white? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay. neither. I just know things. I just hear it, know it. Like I just get it, you know? It's, so it's kind of like a download. Absolutely. It's just like knowing this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of your name. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, it says that whatever you like, you really, really like. And what you don't like, it's really hard for you to do, and, and you'll not do it if you can get away with it. It says that you're overly sensitive to criticism because it's so important for you to do things right and correct the first time that when you think that somebody's implying that you're not good enough, it really hurts because you're doing your very best at all times to give them exactly what they need and to do your work at the highest level. Your name indicates that you can get along with anybody. Um, and that everybody would like you. And if there's something, if somebody doesn't like you, the problem's with them, not with you, because by God, you're likable. It also <laughs> says that you're a workaholic, that you're going to do and work and everything until the job is done. And But once you crash at the end of the day and done as much as you can, it's like when all of a sudden the battery runs out, it's like that's when you crash. And it's like, okay, I'm not getting up again, guys. I'm already down for the count. <laughs> okay. And it also says that you love to learn new things, that you're highly competitive, and that honesty and truth is really important to you. Yes. So those are just some of the things in your name. So we need to take a break. Uh, we want you to stay tuned, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network, and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out about Amy's podcast, Inspired Conversations, which is really a fascinating podcast. So please stay tuned. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God. 
love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Amy Schuber, whose website is inspiredconversations.net. Now, you have this podcast, Inspired Conversations, which is just fascinating. I mean, I've been listening to different ones of your episodes, and the questions you ask people and the conversations or the areas you get into are just uh, really fascinating. It's like, I'm not, you know, the minute one ends, it's like, where's the next one that I haven't heard? So <laughs> was putting together a podcast cause you to have a wild ride in your learning or putting your life into hyperdrive? Uh, how did that affect your life, having this inspired conversations? And how did that ever get started? It's so funny, hyperdrive, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so, you know, it got started because I had an idea to do a telesummit and do interviews uh, just to build a platform. And so five years ago, I did that and I called it Inspired Conversations. And after the 10 interviews, I was like, okay, now what? Like those, where do those go? They just go away. They sit on the shelf. You know, like we had the, the telesummit. Now it's over. And a friend of mine said, why don't you do a podcast? And I, I didn't know what a podcast was at the time. And it, it got me curious. So I started finding out. And kind of like I said earlier, like I, I got curious. And all of a sudden I started all this information about podcasting showed up right in front of me. So it was kind of interesting. And so I, I said yes to starting a podcast. And it's been such a wild ride. I mean, Learning curve is huge because, of course, when I started it, I was doing everything myself because I didn't know any different. And plus, it's really good to learn something, a skill like that. Uh, so I started by learning it. And I think that feeds right into my name, right? I love to learn things. So it was fun for me. And then, 
you know, another part of me that I, I, I really love, I love to talk to people. I'm curious. So I love to be in a conversation. And that was one of the reasons I decided to do conversations is because I'm curious and I'm going to ask a bunch of questions about the subject. So that is why, you know, I started it being in the inspired conversation vein. And it's been such a wild ride for me personally in my life, because also through all the interviews and the different people that I've connected with, just based on my own interests, I've gotten so much support, so much, you know, life things that have come up for me personally, like in the background, right, that might not be going on in the front of my world, in my business, or in the conversation of the podcast. I swear I will interview someone that will teach me exactly what I need to know in that moment on that day, specifically for me. And so it's been this really interesting ride of, wow, I'm getting all the support I need through these conversations. And what that also has reflected back to me after all these years, because it's been four years now, and all these conversations is I'm not the only one. And there's this collective conversation that's going on as well. So it's really opened me up. And it's, it's helped me see that I'm not the only one going through something Everyone is teaching exactly what you need. You know, even though, like I say, we are the ones we've been waiting for in the inside out, sometimes it needs you need that mirror and that person to show up for you to have that reflection of what you need. And it's really just this wonder and awe that I go into about what happens and unfolds for me throughout those conversations. So it's been super fun for me. And it has been a wild ride because that is something I would not have expected from it. You know, I'm thinking as you're speaking and saying, you know, when you ask the question or when anybody asks a question, it's like it goes out in the universe and the universe looks at how can I get you the answer? And so your inspired conversations became the way that the universe gave you the answers. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just like they say, when you start a business, it becomes like your biggest personal development class, because everything comes up for you, all your, all your beliefs about yourself and money and all these different things come up that you don't expect. No one really tells you that when you you start a business. But that what that's what's happened also with my podcast, it's become this real personal development journey for me. And, and I only know that because I can look back on the past few years to say, wow, this is what's happened for me. The first couple years, I wasn't I was aware of it, but not so how deeply but now I'm really aware of it and like you said that the questions go out and then the call is answered and and it's it's really amazing and beautiful so a podcast really shifted what you were doing do you recommend a podcast to everybody or what kind of person or entity or business or whatever do you think the podcast or learning how to podcast would benefit wow that's a really good question you know I think anyone can podcast is it for everyone I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It could be for everyone. I think what it helps you with is it helps you find your voice. It helps you share your interest. Is it great for business? Yes, it can be really great for business. And like I just said, it's really great for personal because you can get a lot out of it personally. I don't think people realize when they start a podcast, how much they're personally going to get out of it. Because what I've come to know about podcasters are they all have this really great mission they all have this really beautiful message they all have something they want to do and share and support others in the world and we in turn get a lot back from that but that's really not the intention we don't do it to be self-serving we do it to be serving out into the world so people can listen and and connect and learn something and you know quite the opposite happens It, it reflects back on us I feel like Yes, anyone can have a podcast. Anyone can start a podcast. And if you feel a calling because you have something to share, even if it has nothing to do with your business and it has everything to do with like a personal interest, talk about that. Do that. Or you have this beautiful message you want to share and this calling to share some message and that's what you want to share. Do that. If you want to interview people, great, go do that. I mean, what it does is gives you this license to connect with people you might not have ever connected with um, before. For me, that's what it's done. When I started it, I would have never thought that I'd be at an event and say to the speaker, you know, on stage afterwards, I would have never thought that I'd walk up to them and invite them to have a conversation with me on my show. But that's what has happened for me, which has been really awesome. Yeah, that is really awesome. Amy, when did you know you were able to see others so clearly that you were able to guide them and utilize their own personality and way of doing things to become successful? (laughs) I think um, it's probably been in the last 10 years and even more so and me really owning the skill to even answer this question to say like this, yes, I know this for sure. It's probably been really the last five years. 
Okay. But so what were your stumbling blocks along the way? You know, when you started this and everything, what, you know, what caused you to stumble? And then how did you correct your stumble or learn from your stumble to say, eh, I need to do this differently? You know, for me, it kind of, it goes back to believing in myself and knowing I can do it. And I think I've stumbled in maybe not starting fast enough or going fast enough. And I don't mean like hurry fast, but just waiting too long, you know? And I think that's just a little of my self-doubt that comes up uh, that I can do this or this is for me and and my voice matters in, in this particular subject. And I think it's, you know, getting over it as community, having people around you that can encourage you, you know, doing the work, uh, doing practice what I preach. Uh, I learn a lot from people on my podcast. And so, you know, the reason I have those interviews is because I really want to share with people um, ideas and inspired action to take something out of those conversations to apply to your own life or your own business or your relationships, put it into action so you can live a a bigger, better life because you just did something to expand yourself and have some self-improvement on some level, no matter what it is in your business, in your health, in your, you know, spiritual, your your spiritual practice, whatever it is. And I think when I stumble upon myself, I go to the work and go to the practice and who's in front of me in the moment that can support me. Steph, now I was on your podcast, show number 404, everybody, and that can be found at inspiredconversations.net. And what I remember is how much fun we had and the laughter. You know, you've had quite a cast of characters on your podcast. How do you decide who you wish to have there? Well, this has been an evolution as well. So when I first started, I made a list of like 400 people, right? Like just think big, 400 people you want to have on your show and start asking them. So I started asking the safe people, right, my friends and people I knew had a message to share, not just anybody, but people who were doing work in the world that wanted to share it in a, in a conversation. And then I started inviting a lot of strangers and a, a lot of people that I've authors, I've read their books or or I've been in their class. And so it just started evol- uh, like evolving. And then this group that I was interested in just got bigger and bigger. And then I realized how curious I am. I mean, I have a huge bookshelf, you know, and I could ask any one of the authors to be on my show, uh, you know, a book that I've read or anybody I've heard like lecture or or speak that has inspired me. So it just like it, it started with this list and then it just like blew open of all the opportunities and people I could interview. And and I'm inspired by so many people. And so it just that's how it started. And then like a couple years in, it started evolving where people started you know, asking me to be on the show because they listen or they they want to promote something and they feel like they're a fit. And so it's sort of evolved from me, like asking, asking, asking to now being asked. And now I just have all these bookings that are sort of coming out of nowhere. And it's really amazing. So and a lot of a lot of them are real fits for my show. It's not like they're they need to be, you know, question, are they the right fit? A lot of people just who ask and want to be on are a true fit for my show. And that feels fun. So it's these strangers asking me and then I check them out and I'm like, yeah, let's have that conversation. So that's been an evolution too. So I've surrendered to what wants to happen in these conversations. And I say yes to a lot of people that I never would have found on my own. So real quickly, so, so we don't run out of time. If one of our listeners think they'd be a great guest for you, what should they do? Oh my gosh, they can go to the website and they can um, send or they can send me an email at info at inspiredconversations.net and let me know why they think they'd be a good guest and let me know what you like about the show so I know that you've connected with the show. And yeah, let me know why you think you'd be a good guest and I'd love to hear from you. Wonderful. Now we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Zone Broadcast Network Station and on the website knowthename.com. Now this show is dedicated to helping troubled businesses gain confidence by utilizing effective strategies. So after the break, we're going to find more about some of those different ways that Amy has assisted businesses. Stay tuned.
So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is, for more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Now, our guest tonight is Amy Schuber. She's a business strategist, and you can reach her via her website, which is her name, Amy, A-M-Y, Schuber, S-C-H-U-B-E-R, B like in boy, okay, <laughs> dot com. And if you'd like to hear her podcast, you can go to inspiredconversations.net. Now, I want to spell her name one more time, even though it's in the show notes. It's Amy, A-M-Y, and Schuber is S-C-H-U-B-E-R.com if you want to get a hold of her. Now, Amy, your strengths lie in seeing what's working and not working in a business, and then you help to lay out a strategic plan that drives increased revenue. It clarifies their purpose and their vision, gets their goals really clear. It gets their connections with their teams and efficient plans going to, to reach these audacious goals that you help them create. So, how do you start by going about clarifying their goals? Because isn't that the first place you would start with a business? And then how do you do that? Absolutely. So, yeah, sometimes it's, it, it starts always with a conversation. You know, what's going on? What's working? What are you struggling with? What are, your, what are you striving towards? What's happening on your team? How big is your team? What is your business currently doing? And what, what feels like the pain points, really? And that usually is where we break it down. Because sometimes what, where the pain points are, the fixes aren't what maybe the business owner thinks are the fixes. So we have to have this conversation and like have this bird's eye view about what's really going on in the business and then what we can you know break down to see and fix and and strategize around um, to fix those things in the business to get to the goals because maybe what the breakdown is doesn't really have to do with the goals or maybe it really does have everything to do with the goals and sometimes it's really about conversations it's really about communication it's about knowing what's happening in all areas of the business knowing what's going on with you know your team your staff you know knowing if you knowing your vision and are you communicating that vision to the team you know i've worked a lot with retail um and it's interesting because sometimes there's this huge disconnect. You know, some people just like pop into work and pop out of work and they really don't know why they're there or what the bigger vision is of the, the business owner. But when you can connect the 
the team to the vision of the business owner and keep that conversation fluid, keep it relevant, keep it happening, which sounds sort of obvious and simple. But if you don't keep telling your team, you know, why, why you're doing the business that you're doing, you know, not like every day, but if you don't keep letting them know, like, this is our big why, this is why we, we sell these widgets, or this is why we have this service, you know, this is why we're really excited about it, they will disconnect. And then ultimately, if they're disconnected, you know, your sales will plummet or the energy around your business will change. And so it's just, you know, mapping out these things and just getting the pulse on what's really going on, you know, on a team level is really important too. And it's really interesting because business owners, even if you're a solopreneur, staying connected to your why and your vision and reminding yourself, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this. Oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this podcast. Even though I'm not in my favorite part, which is the the conversation and that energy, but I'm in this editing part. Okay, yeah, let me remember why I'm doing it. It really just helps you pull yourself along in in the business, in the work that you're doing. And it it elevates you on a level. And so staying connected to that is really important. So if somebody's fuzzy on their goals, how do you start with helping them to clarify? So you've got to know, you know, what your goal, if your goals are fuzzy or if you maybe don't even have goals, because let's be honest, sometimes we set goals and then we forget about them because we're off doing something else, right? You, you just need to start. You just, why are you doing it? You know, write down your why and then back out of that. So how can you get to your why and set your goals based on that? Sometimes your goals are financial. Sometimes your goals are, I want to have a really, you know, lovely workspace. And how can you create that? You know, that's something is important. How how do we create a lovely workspace for our team and our staff? Sometimes it's feeding them. Sometimes it's shifting their hours. Sometimes it's just listening to them, hearing them out, you know? So it's like, you've got to have clarity with your goals, but it's like, what do you want? What are you creating with your business? What do you want to get out of your business personally? There's some goals around that. So there's questions that you can ask yourself to, you know, set some of these goals for yourself. And it's just having that inquiry. Like, is your business doing what you want it to do right now? And if the answer is no, you know, could you be doing more? And the answer is yes. What is the more that you want to be creating? And then those goals might get bigger because, Maybe you're comfortable in your business right now. Maybe you set a really comfortable financial goal for your business. You're meeting it and you're just steady. And that growth moment takes like some like audacious goals or some stretching bigger goals. You know, you just have to ask yourself some questions. And if you have a business partner or you have a team, ask them, get their perspective as well. You know, it's interesting as we're talking about goals, I have six book covers on one piece of paper And it's literally taped right next to my computer so that every time I sit down to start writing, I am looking at those book covers going, that is my goal to finish my six books. I've got two two more, one more coming out December 1st and another one coming out in January, the second, the third and the fourth book. But I look at, you know, there's my goals as a daily reminder. Do you suggest Mm -hmm. that either a written or a picture or something is by somebody so that it's a daily reminder or is it better in a notebook and that you look at it at meetings or periodically or maybe on the calendar once a month? Listen, I'm a visual person, so I, I always say have it right in front of you. Like I have some goals right in front of my face on my bulletin board, right behind my computer. And I think do what works for you, but get the reminder. Like you said, you have it taped to your computer and you see it. Get it on your your smartphone pop-up reminder every day. I have some reminders that pop every up every day in my phone, and I have to change them every once in a while so I don't get bored with them. Put them in a, on your bulletin board. Put them on your computer, wherever works for you. But yes, it's important to have them in front of you. Otherwise, we lose sight of them, and we lose sight of them because they're maybe not right in front of us, right? Lose sight. We lose sight of them. Right. Now, I just want to say that I laugh because I do a picture thing, but your first vowel is an A and my first vowel is an A. And so I have a picture reminder. But everybody who's listening, if you have a first vowel of an A, you're a visual learner. So you're the ones that need those pictures to help remind (laughs) you. And for the first vowel of an E that are auditory, um, you might want to have a recording, you know, that comes on periodically or that you play in front of your music or, you know, something that you're listening to because you're an auditory learner. And so However, you're going to set your goals, make it match with your learning style. Yeah, Um, that's important. So what kind of audacious goals have your clients met? Like give us an example of an audacious goal and how your client went about doing it. 
Oh, wow. That's a really good question. So the first one that comes to mind is a client that um, owns a retail space and they had an audacious goal of not only like crossing the million dollar mark in their business in retail, which they hadn't done. They were they their audacious goal was like beyond that. And the way they did it is unexpected. It was really nurturing the staff. And what we did was nurtured the staff with the vision. We nurtured the staff with why they were there. We made it fun for them to come back to work. We connected with them on a weekly basis. So they were giving feedback about what was happening in the office. We had the goals visual in the back where they never did that before. And every, at the end of every week, they had the numbers and the sales numbers up and they had never done that before. So it was just really present for everybody. And they had you know, fun bonus things that were happening for the team. And and it sounds obvious with sales um, for a store, but what wasn't happening before this was there was no communication with the team. There wasn't even team meetings going on. So nobody even knew like, oh, what, what, what's our goal? Oh, what's our annual goal? Oh, what's our holiday goal? And so what happened was it's just energy about it came. And so everybody knew what the goal was for each day. And that just built this momentum around what everyone was achieving for the store. And it had so much to do with them earning, you know, the revenue for the year because it was this momentum build um, each time you know, we closed the register and they put it up on the board and the team was involved in it, not just the owners, but the whole the whole team was involved in it. Uh, that that everybody buying in is so important. Yeah. So how do you determine the length of time it, it'll take to reach a particular goal? How do you go about determining how long this should take? <laughs> well, I think it takes as long as it takes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think it really has to do with your willingness to show up. You know, sometimes when we set some big audacious goals, we get res we get resistant and we stop in our tracks and then we notice our behavior. We might start procrastinating or we might be in fear. So we start doing other things instead of the things that might drive us to that. You have to notice where you are in your willingness to do the work when you're setting some big goals, because sometimes we set like, oh, yeah, I want to make a million dollars. But have you ever hit the six figure mark? Have you ever done it consecutively? You have to be realistic with some of it, too, because if you're you're not being realistic in the sense of the achievement factor of your willingness to do some of the work around it, because it might be a stretch thing it might take you off course. So, you know, you've really got to notice the willingness of you, if it's your business partner, if it's in a relationship, whatever, just notice the willingness and, and notice what comes up with you because you'll, you'll see your patterns, whether you start procrastinating or, you know, ignoring it, or maybe you, you take your goals completely off the mark because they, they were too big. So, you know, we've all done that where we've set New Year's resolutions and then we've forgotten about them in the next three weeks, right? And it might have been because we were trying for something big and then we backed off of it. You you have to keep it in front of you and you have to be realistic and back out of it so you can achieve little mini achievements along the way to that big goal. And you have to really recognize those mini achievements to get there. Do you give yourself a reward system for making the mini achievements? I sometimes do, but I'm not always good about the reward system. I think for me, I get excited about the mini achievements because I know what the mini achievements are. When you know what those are, that feels like a reward to me. Uh, but I know a lot of people do do the reward system. Well, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out what Amy has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, 
psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like exxon sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Now, our guest tonight is Amy Schuber, whose website is her name, Amy Schuber. And again, that spelling is going to be in the show notes. And she also has inspiredconversations.net, where if you just want to listen to her podcast, but amyschuber.com, if you'd like to get in contact with her. And now she's taken her skills to a level where she's able to share her business secrets with others and enable them to earn money while making it seem effortless. So we were talking about goals and, and goals for a business before the break. And do you break the goal down into parts or how do you go about determining what has to happen first, what has, you know, what comes second, et cetera? Yeah, you, you break the goal down. So you have your big goal and then you look where you are now and you look like, well, what will it take to get there? And you start tracking the steps that it will take to get there. And then you, you work backwards, you know, so you do, you, you break it down and then you, you do the little things to get to the big things. And it's consistent, consistently showing up to do that work to, you know, meet that goal. And you, you do need to know and break it down. It's like, you know, it's like if you compare it to weight loss, you know what you need to do if it's an exercise program or the eating program or what you need to take out, remove or add in, you know, those, all those little pieces that you need to do and you need to do it consistently every day in order to meet that goal. And it's the same with any goal, right? You need to do consistent bite-sized things to get to that goal and keep showing up for it as well. Now, I know that you make everything seem effortless because I've watched you and I, I just look at it with amazement how easy everything looks. So how do you make the strategies that you give to people seem effortless, even though we know that everything takes effort? <laughs> <laughs> um, in some ways, it's because I just I have the experience and I, I know what I know. And I don't know. I also have uh, the 
the idea that I want things to be ease and grace in my life and effortless. And so I really, that's a practice of mine also to show up with, you know, effortlessness. And so I, I love that I, it shows up for me and you can see that. And I think it's just working the work really, you know? Well, you know, there's a, a saying that the military has is that you plan your work and then you work your plan. Mm-hmm. And that and that that's how you get things done. Do you when you've made this plan then with a business, do you help them then monitor how they're working the plan or if the plan needs modification or is once the plan's done, you saying, OK, that's what they hired me for and I'm done. How does yeah. that work? Yeah, I could do both, actually. You know, if you only want the plan, great. I, we can create the plan together and we can create the strategy and I can hand it off to you. And if you want the support and you need the the accountability to work the plan, I can do that, too. So I do both. And usually it's both because, you know, once we get that strategy plan down and we know sometimes it's, you know, a year's worth of work because it doesn't happen overnight and it might not happen in, in the first, you know, one quarter, you have to give yourself the time, the timeline to like create it. So in the accountability in that timeline is really important. And so, you know, what happens also is we encounter blocks or we encounter things that we weren't expecting or we encounter our own stuff. And it's like, whoa, I didn't realize this was going to come up for me. And I feel really scared about doing that one move. And then we have to move through that. And when that stuff comes up, it's so great to have accountability partner to walk you through it and help you and maybe back you out of something that feels really big and then break that part down. Cause sometimes those things need to break down too, in the way of like, okay, let's tackle this a little bit differently. And so it can feel a little bit more easy for you. So, cause you don't want to, you know, you don't eat the elephant with one big bite and one big swallow. <laughs> you have to take little bites to make the progress. So it's those little bites consistently. So yeah, I do both. Well, and what I've noticed, I guess, from all the years that I had in the classroom is that when students had homework and they'd do all the easy ones of the classes they liked first and they'd procrastinate the ones they didn't like. And then when I moved into the business world and you have this list of to-dos, I noticed it was so much easier to do the little ones that were easy and fast to get off the list Mm -hmm. and then save the big ones for last. And yet what I found was if you tackle the big ones first and then you're not carrying that weight around with you all the time, then the little ones go even faster than they would have otherwise. Have Have you seen those kind of patterns where where you're helping people that that want to procrastinate on the big things or not get started, but they do a lot of little things that aren't bringing in income. And, and how would you help them with that? Absolutely. I mean, I do this myself, right? So you notice which ones are holding you back and you start with the big ones and you tackle it. So you do it and you, you identify it too. Cause sometimes we might not identify the thing that feels the scariest, but we identify it by procrastinating it. So you can notice it that way and notice your behavior around it and then take it on and be really intentional about it. Break it down, do it in bite-sized things, get the support you need and, and show up for it. Because this is also, so what happens, which is so interesting, when you tackle that big thing right away or in the beginning, sometimes those smaller tasks start working themselves out for you. You might have people that you need to contact. They might contact you. Things just sort of happen for you. And I think when you do that biggest, scariest thing, you know, in the first thing in the morning and then the rest of your day becomes effortless because you moved it out of the way. And and that is a really a secret. I, you know, is there a way to tackle it? And is there a, a tactic? No, I mean, it's really just do it and, and get on board and do it and, and move through it. Stuff. Yeah. I've, I've always looked at those and gone, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. (laughs) If you could change one thing about people's understanding or how they look at the world, what would that be? Oh, wow. I, I think, gosh, I would love for everybody to look at the world just in a softer way and really to know that when we can communicate and be in conversation about anything and everything, it connects us all. And we really all have the same ideas and goals. We want to be, you know, good to one another. We all want to strive with what we're doing. We want to make a difference. We want to be seen and we want to be heard. We want to be loved. We all really have that going on. And I wish we all could be softer about that with one another. Yeah, it'd be nice if we stopped judging and just had preferences, right? But allowed everybody to be who they want to be. Exactly. Um, uh, Is there anything else that you're currently working on that you'd like to share with us? 
Gosh, you know, I'm working on my podcast, as I always am, having some amazing conversations. And I'm actually working on, you know, speaking and putting myself on stages um, to get this message out in a different way than other than being interviewed and interviewing others through my show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on my speaking skills and putting myself out there. So maybe I'll soon be at a city near you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've always heard, and we all have, I think, that that when you go to speak, that that's the number one fear, that people are have less fear about dying than they do about speaking. So how are you going to get over any fear that you might feel when it comes to addressing a crowd or speaking in front of a crowd? You know, what's your secret, how your formula, what you're going to use while you're getting out there? Because that's a brave thing to even think about doing. Right. So I have been on stages before and I have been in front of crowds before. And I think what I know works for me, believe me, I get nervous and believe me, it scares me. And believe me, I've procrastinated doing it as well. So I'm just going to call myself out for that. And I think what I'm going to do is just do what I know is like really ground myself, stay in my own energy, know that I have a message to share and trust that and and just go for it. I, I think also my podcast and sharing my voice and connecting with so many people through the show um, the past four years has really helped my voice and helped my skills. And I really um, have a different understanding of how I show up. And so that I think has been a real great training ground for me as well. Yeah, that, that really takes braveness. I mean, now I've been in education for 40 years and teachers get up and talk. And when I was a principal, we got up and talk. And in central office, we had to get up and talk. And I remember having to so over-prepare for the first literally three years of teaching before I got over the fear that somebody was going to ask me a question that I didn't know the answer to. And then I got to the place where if I don't know the answer, I don't know the answer. And I'll just tell them i got to look it up, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but it took three years. And so when you're looking in your life to overcome a fear or a fear of speaking, I, I so hope for you it doesn't take you three years like it took me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not either. I think I've been procrastinating for three years. So maybe this pastime has been helping me train for it. <laughs> well, we always wish you the best. Thank you so much for taking your time to be with us today, Amy. Oh, thank you so much, Sean. It's been fun. So be prepared and surprised and pleased when you experience Amy Schuber's work. Her websites, again, are her name spelled A-M-Y, and then her last name is Schuber, S-C-H-U-B-E-R.com. And again, her podcast is on inspiredconversations.net. Now, Amy's name excels at being able to take things to the extreme, especially when it's related to work. Now, being able to take things to the extreme is found in the letter M, and whatever the M is sitting next to is what is being taken to the extreme. So in this case, it's an A-M, and A stands for work in that position. So an A-M is being able to take her work to the extreme. So if you have an A-M in your name, you also are able to take your love of work and whatever part of work that is to the extreme and do it incredibly well. Would you like to know how to interpret any name? Now, it's really easy to learn, and it's why all of the people who have taken my Nameology Science course have been successful. It takes only 15 hours to learn, and it gives you a lifetime of being able to understand and immediately connect with other people in your life. The last course for this year is online in December, and it consists of two and a half hours a day for six days in a row. Now, if that doesn't sound appealing to you and you'd rather do it on your own time, you can buy the discs. And you get the same benefits, whether you're taking it online with me in person or with the discs, because either way, you get to ask questions after every disc or you get to ask questions during the class during online. And both include an entire year, once a month of follow-ups and further teaching. So imagine if you're taking it in December, in one week's time, you'll be able to know others intimately and honestly be able to give somebody a one-hour reading just on the information you can see in their name after only 15 hours of study with me. And you can sign up at knowthename.com under the services tab. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lee, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every day here. This is Sharon Lee, signing.
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365.